Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What's up, everybody? Coming at you live from Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Hope you all are doing well. My name is Matt, and welcome to In the Lab with Hoopsology, our weekly kind of recap, kind of casual chat, keeping you up to date with what's going on with the league. Welcome. Thank you for being here or listening later on the podcast if this makes its way into our podcast feed. I wanted to give a quick shout out. If you're watching the video, you can see I've got the OTG off the glass basketball site pulled up. You can find our content along with a lot of other great content on that site. So that is off the glass, otgbasketball.com. Be sure to check them out. If you have a favorite sports team, it's likely they have a podcast on that, or I should say basketball team. Next thing I want to bring up is just our YouTube channel. We had a lot of content that dropped off in celebration of opening week. So we had a house party that was a ton of fun. You can find the full uninterrupted episodes for some of these interviews Uh, on our podcast feed. We also have the short juicy clips on our YouTube channel. So please be sure to subscribe, whatever your medium of consuming content is. If you're on the video side, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Hoopsology Podcast. Search for Hoopsology anywhere you listen to podcasts to find us there. We just dropped today, really excited, had a great chat with author Shay Serrano. He has hip hop and other things dropping on October 26th. So be sure you check that out. He's great. Cutting it up with him, talking about his first basketball memory, talking about being a writer in this modern era of releasing books, talking about being an entrepreneur, all kinds of cool stuff with him. Justin did a great interview with Mike Trudell earlier this week. So Lakers fans, especially be sure to check that out. Um, And then I also did some fun kind of tier lists where I gave my predictions for the Western and Eastern conferences. So feel free to check those out. Let me know where I got it right, where I got it wrong. What do you think is going to happen? We'll definitely look back at those later this year to see how badly I mess things up or who knows, maybe, (laughs) maybe my prediction game was strong this year, stronger than last year, I hope. So let's get to it. Let's talk about some current events in the NBA. Let's talk about opening night. We had two games that for a good deal of the games weren't really all that close. The Warriors pulled away from the Lakers, 121 to 114. The Bucks 
took care of business against the Nets, 127 to 104. Look, it's opening night. These initial games, as teams start to get their rhythm, I don't think you can make a big deal out of one regular season game. And I think that's a rule that applies throughout the regular season. It's just an unfortunate thing about this being an 82-game season. However, a couple things. I, I think the Bucks, you know, came into this ready. They have more continuity with their roster than the Nets. And obviously, Kyrie Irving is still out um, for the Nets. So I don't think it's a huge shocker that the Bucks win this opening night game. I have the Nets picked to win the East. I just think they are loaded. They are too talented to not be at least the top two seed. I had the Bucks right at number two seed for my predictions. Uh, wouldn't shock me at all if they swap, but I, I think there is just a spoil of riches, um, just talent overflowing on that Brooklyn Nets roster. Even without Kyrie Irving, I think they should be strong this regular season. So I fully expect them to bounce back eventually. And I, you know, another prediction I'll, I've made and I'll reiterate here again. I don't think Kyrie Irving is going to be out the entire season. So if the Nets get off to a little bit of a slow start, I'm not all that concerned about it. Um, let's talk about the Lakers a little bit. I think this team is kind of old and kind of weird. The The weird part concerns me more than the old part. Everyone's talking about the old Lakers, you know, on, on the good old Twitter's app and everything. But... I think the fit is is something that I'm struggling to picture how this is going to be successful in the fourth quarter. We have yet to really see like a great Russell Westbrook performance, including preseason, and the turnovers were way up in the preseason. It was not a great opening game for Russell Westbrook. LeBron told him just to go home, do something to make him happy because he's too hard on himself. Look, again, it's it's not a time right now to overreact, but I said before the season started in our house preview that I do not think the Lakers are going to make it to the finals this year. I'm going to stand by that for the time being. I do not think they'll be the top seed in the West. Um, and I think there are some real concerns with fit here. I think they need to figure out their guard rotation and what combination of players on the court, although they have a lot of talented players, what combination is going to work? But look at the end of the season, on the other hand, if LeBron James and Anthony Davis are healthy, then you've got a good situation in LA. They're going to be competitive. No doubt. Um, I just don't see them personally making the finals. You guys can tell me why I'm wrong about that if you have a different opinion. Let's talk about Wednesday night. Last night, there were lots of close games here. I did not watch most of the games on Wednesday night, so I'm, I'm not going to give you a ton of analysis or anything like that here. Um, Justin's Bulls got the win barely against the Detroit Pistons, but Hey, a win's a win of note to go back and check out highlights from it. If you're into that, the Celtics Knicks game was awesome. I also like to see that the wizards 
took care of business with their first win against the Raptors. The Wizards are a team that I'm high on this year. I mean, no, I, I don't have them, you know, making a lot of noise in the playoffs, but I do have them making the playoffs. Um, and they handled a team that, you know, could be on the brink of that play-in game in the Raptors if if they improve this year and if their situation being at home this year is better. You know, you would expect that to account for some more wins. So good to see the Wizards take care of business in that first game. Um, I don't have much else about the second night of play there. So let's get into what is happening right now tonight. We have a close one right now at halftime between the Warriors and the Clippers. Again, we're not going to overreact to one single game or even two straight wins if the Warriors do it. But I think if the Warriors pull this out, more and more momentum is going to build around the noise that they are a legit team. That is one of the predictions that I made in my tier rankings is that I I do have the Warriors doing a lot better this season. We'll see what happens. The Hawks are a team that I'm very high on this year. And man, they handled the Mavericks today. There was um, a strange shooting chart. I guess the Mavericks are trying for more mid-range shooting and it didn't go well today. New coach with Jason Kidd, obviously. He is someone that the media has had their eye on this whole offseason. Most people, or at least it seemed people that were vocal about it, were not happy about the Jason Kidd hiring. Um, So he's presumably, at least to the media, he's going to have a short leash if the Mavericks get off to a slow start here. The Hawks, I, I like I said, I think they're going to be great this year. I think they're going to be a home court advantage team in the East. So this result doesn't surprise me all that much either. Look, the Bucks took care of business on Tuesday. This is what happens in the NBA. It happened a ton last year with a lot of people thought maybe the schedule being the weird caused this, but it's still a trend right now. The Bucks practically blew out the Nets in that opening night game, and now they get just totally trounced by the Miami Heat in the Heat's opening game. So very interesting. I mean, it could be one of those travel situations, um, but, you know, it's it's early in the season. We're not going to make too much of these first games, like I said, but a very good showing nonetheless by the Heat, you have to say. Um So the other big thing that has happened this week is we had the list released. I love this list. I remember when the 50th anniversary of the NBA came out and the NBA top 50 team was released. We now have 75 years of the NBA. Um, Gives you an idea of where my age might be. And so here's the list. Sorry if you guys can't read these names. If this is too tiny of a font from where you're watching, but you can see a lot of players from that top 50 list, as you would suspect. Um, and I, I don't really have a problem with this list as a whole. Like I think if you are grading it overall, 
uh, you're pretty happy with this. You know, you get like a 73 out of 75 or maybe even like a 70 out of 75 if, if you want to be really critical about some of the selections on here. Two that I just find very confusing in early analysis of this list. Um, Anthony Davis, AD, I, I do think, yes, he is going to be on this top 75 team by the time his career is over. I think it may be a little preemptive right now when you place him against some of the names that I'm going to mention in a moment here. The other name that I just feel, I love this guy, I feel, again, it's too early to put him on this list. Damian Lillard, everyone is pointing this out. So this is not um, some kind of wild take, but you look at the career accolades and it, it just seems like a pick that someone made because they love Damian Lillard. You know, he's he's a player's player. Um, and I think that's ultimately what landed him on this list when you think about likability. On the other side of that, people, especially certain players, even players that are on this list, do not like Dwight Howard. But Dwight Howard is, in my opinion, the biggest snub to not make this list. I mean, when you consider his first nine years in the league, when you consider uh, defensive player of the year accolades, all defensive team accolades, blocks, rebounds, uh, leading the magic to the finals in that um, 2010 run, or I'm, I'm sorry, 2009 run, uh, getting through a, a very good LeBron Cleveland Cavaliers team. I mean, beating them four games to one in that Eastern Conference Finals, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's a shame Dwight Howard isn't on this list. And I know his career kind of flamed out. I know he's taken a PR hit um, in terms of some off the court things and some locker room things, some weirdness, but. I still think Dwight Howard belongs on this list. Um, at, at his peak, I mean, I would say you have to put him at, or at least consider him as a top 10 center in this league. Um, other names that I think aren't as big of snubs, but are still snubs, T-Mac, Tracy McGrady. At his peak, there was a legitimate debate going on between Who's better, Kobe Bryant, and this was early 2000s Kobe, so a good version of Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant or Tracy McGrady. Um, Tracy McGrady is someone, much like how Dwight career, Dwight's career has kind of slowed down with injuries and just having to play more as a role player. Uh, Tracy McGrady's career was pretty much wiped out by injuries. Uh, and then I mean, he finished his career as a reserve for the Spurs. Um, so, but I think peak Tracy McGrady is someone I would want to see on this list over some of the other names that are on here. The other one I'll say that I, I do think belongs on this list somewhere. Uh, I think you find a spot for him is Vince Carter. And again, I know there is a fan base in Toronto that doesn't, care for Vince Carter. There's been some bad blood there. seems like they've made up, but um, I, I think there's that issue. I think there are the Nets teams he was on that kind of started to disappoint, but I still think the guy who has the greatest dunk in the history of in-game basketball 
combined with, you know, a 20 year NBA career that was a productive career, many all-star game appearances, et cetera. The accolades are there as well. The points are there. Um, Hall of Fame career, certainly. But I, I think you have to find a place on the list for that guy. Um, you know, even if that means later on, T-Mac or Vince Carter or Dwight Howard are removed from this list or relinquished from this, that's okay. Let's get them on the list because, you know, honestly, Dwight Howard is not making the NBA uh, 100th anniversary team. I, I wouldn't think. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's unfortunate that those guys got snubbed, but overall the list is pretty solid. Another two things that I wanted to mention that I saw that I do think is worth your time just as a basketball fan. If you are someone who watched basketball in the nineties a lot, like I did, I think you should look up Reggie Miller's reaction when uh, it's it's on TNT. They reveal to him that he is on the list. That is really cool to see. Uh, and I think also James Harden, when they tell him that he is on this list, uh, really great to see too. Really just awesome to see how much this means to those guys, how much it matters to them. So um, that's the NBA 75th anniversary team. Let me know your guys' thoughts if you catch this episode later. Um, real quickly, I want to go back to Wednesday night, and I want to just give you guys a quick hit. I got some Rockets fans that follow me. I am a fellow Rockets fan. So we got to do our Rockets recap real quick here. And it's pretty simple. I mean, we got punched in the mouth on <laughs> night one. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns was going nuts. He was saying mean things to our guy, our wonder child, Alperen Shangun. Um, it, it was not a pretty sight, uh, lots of turnovers, but look, the, this is a super young team. I said earlier over and over that we don't react to one game in the regular season. Yes, that still holds true here, but I think, uh, this team is going to have a lot of headaches this year. Again, that's, that's not stunning analysis. Everyone who knows the team knows that this is a young core. Uh, Kevin Porter jr. Isn't. Uh, originally a point guard. He's learning that position. That's going to come with a lot of headaches. He had nine turnovers in this game. That number obviously has to go down for the Rockets to have success. One thing to check out from this game on the positive, look up Jalen Green's first bucket in the NBA. It is powerful. It is slick. It is gorgeous. This uh, kind of underhanded um, layup um, just, just beautiful. I mean, that guy, the explosive power is impressive to see and the first step quickness that he has, as well as the graceful finish of that shot was amazing. Uh, I will also say back to Shangun, he continues to impress off the bench. This is too early maybe to be making player comparisons, but he had some clever passes. He he's a very good passer. People know this, but some of his passes around the basket kind of reminded me of a Pau Gasol uh, with his creativity 
obviously he doesn't have like the post presence that Pau Gasol had, but um, there's a little bit of a cleverness about him that reminds me of Pau Gasol. Uh, and I think before the end of the season, uh, you know, maybe even in the next couple months, Shangun, his productivity off the bench is undeniable. That was seen in preseason. That was seen. He was one of the bright lights in this opening game. I think he's going to need to be a starter uh, in on this team. Uh, let him get more minutes to work through the growing pains with the rest of this young core. Um, and, and I think, you know, there were a lot of Rockets fans that I saw that were overreacting. Granted, you have to take everything you see on Twitter with a grain of salt because it is uh, the home of overreaction. I think Steven Silas is fine. I think he's okay. Um, I do think if the turnover issue doesn't get fixed um, in in the next couple months, there's going to be less patience if there are games like this one, like, like this Rockets game, they lost by 18 points. Really, they were down by 30 for a significant chunk of this game, uh, or at least by more than 25 for a significant chunk of this game. If they continue to play like that, even with it being such a young core, we all know that coaches can be scapegoats. Um, I, I would not put Steven Silas on the hot seat at all this year, personally for myself, but we know what the optics look like when you're getting blown out. And I think especially if turnovers continue to be really, really high, that's going to be problematic because Steven Silas has been seen as like an offensive genius. So he, he needs to find a way to reduce that. But again, one game that's going to get better over time. We need to get out of here soon. I've got one last thing to talk about. I can't go with this weekly recap without talking about the L of the week. This may be a regular recurring segment. We'll see, see how many L's we see, see how much I want to talk about that. But there, there was a really big L earlier this week. And I I do have to bring this up. This is from the morning of opening day in the NBA from Shams on Twitter, of course you're following him if you want NBA updates. Shams and Woj, you got to follow those guys. Sources, Doc Rivers asked Ben Simmons to join a defensive drill today. Simmons refused. Rivers asked again. Simmons said no again. Rivers then told Simmons he should go home. And Simmons dropped the ball and left. (laughs) Drama, drama in Philadelphia. You hate to see it, or maybe you love to see it. I know we're all a little bit tired of the Ben Simmons story. It is very interesting. I, To me, from the perspective of him taking this action, this early trade request, I'm curious to see if the 76ers stand up and continue to fight it from comments that we heard on the radio from Daryl Morey today. He said he's willing to go four years with this. Now, of course this is posturing, but he said he's willing to go the four years of Ben Simmons contract to make sure he gets equal or great value for a trade for Ben Simmons. I love to hear that. I, I love personally that they are challenging this. I know a lot of people are team Ben Simmons and they think the 76ers are all in the wrong for this. I personally am more team 76ers. I want to see them 
see this out. I hope Ben Simmons comes back to play. And in honesty, I hope Ben Simmons develops a jump shot. I hope he becomes an even bigger star in the league. And I hope he earns that because I I don't want to see this guy flame out. I don't want to see that story played out. This guy was a big name prospect in college. This would be great for the country of Australia. If he was even better and a mega star. So I want to see Ben Simmons do well. That's, that's where I'm at, but I also don't want to see him get out of the 76 ers situation in this way, I, I would much rather see him say, I'm going to get back to work. Yeah, I had a bad playoff series. Yeah, I don't appreciate what you guys said about me, but I'm a hard worker. I'm going to improve. I'm going to show you my value on the court, and someone's going to want to make a big move for me. That's just where I'm coming from. Maybe it's old school, whatever. Also, funny thing. I have to say about this too. The very next day on Wednesday, the 20th, there was uh sources say Ben Simmons quote, will do anything to get out of Philadelphia the day after he refuses to do defensive drills. I don't know about you guys. I just found that uh, pretty hilarious. <laughs> so anyway, Thank you for tuning in to In the Lab if you were here. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys will check out more of our content. And I hope to see you next week in the lab. You guys take care. Have a great weekend. God bless. Peace out.